Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Pat. Oh, man. This feels like a vintage all over the place. <laughs> Early episode throwback. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm walking. You're walking? I mean, it's definitely a, a quarantine episode because we're not... I mean, we want to really dial it back to vintage. You think anyone oh. remembers when we were sitting face to face? Episodes un through quad. <laughs> <laughs> Is it where they were? I, I think so. Uh, one through four, something like that. Oh, what language was that? I have no idea. Un, un through quad. I don't think that was a real language. <laughs> I guess something I just made up for the program. I was like, Jimmy, drop me some French, but that's not French. <laughs> that, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> that's uh, just like some uh, suburban <laughs> thing you made up growing up out there. Keep you guys. Didn't really think I'd call it. Keep yourself entertained. Didn't really you guys think. didn't have. You guys didn't have sidewalks? All right, we you have sidewalks. <laughs> We're the ones with sidewalks. It's where you ride your bike. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, no, I, I, but I do not have Ralphie with me, solo. Uh-oh. Yeah, he didn't even want to get up today. Dude, this is an early one, right? Real. This might be the earliest we've done my uh, my sabbatical ends today. So we figured we'd, uh, we wanted to talk about Last Dance in the second half of this episode. So we figured we'd knock it out real early. Uh, I'm pretty excited to going back to wearing pants on a daily basis. That's <laughs> you have been, to wear uh, pants for like your it. job? I feel like it's it just feels good. You feel more professional, you know? Um, I haven't had, I think I've put like real, I've worn a belt maybe twice during the queue. Really? Yeah. I still get dressed most days, eventually, but now it's going to be a lot earlier in the morning again. I mean, I get dressed. I'm not just like. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm in, I got the, you know, sweats. I need to, you've always been a, a man comfortable wearing a sweatpants. And I've, I've never, I don't jump, I don't get into that as much. I need to embrace it more. Like when we're on the road, if you're not driving, you know, which it makes total sense. I just, yeah, I'm uh, trying to, I go jeans anyway. I don't know, I'm always in jeans. It's not good. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, it probably keeps you, keeps you honest. <laughs> how i'd love to know how keeps that you, <laughs> keeps you focused <laughs> well you just feel like you got to be productive if you're getting maybe kinda lo- i'm kind of lounging you just don't work out a lot you're like i can't sweat in these <laughs> is that what these pants are designed for i definitely had the wardrobe for this lifestyle sure do buddy although um, i need to talk about one thing i uh i i'm i've been riding a bicycle and uh I get a lot of weird looks on a bicycle. It might be the tassels. <laughs> I can't say for sure. <laughs> the tassel could be the bell. It could be any combination of a number of things. I started realizing. How about the fact that you call it a bicycle? <laughs> well, you know, it's. Uh, I paid for the whole thing. I might as well use the whole word. You know, I didn't. How often are you riding it? Like, is this like un, do, Ah, in the last trois days, I've had, I've gone for quad rides. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Yeah, you got the bike, huh? Yeah, I know you like to call it a bicycle. You got the bike. Uh-huh. You inspired me, man. I was like, uh, you told me about riding your kids through the cemetery. I was like, oh, man, I wish I was part of a goth family. I'd like to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> cut it off there. Don't let me inspire you to kidnap three kids. I will not. That's fine. For your bike drives. <laughs> um, I, but I bike in jeans. That's probably, I realize that's got to change. Oh no! You bike in jeans. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> oh man! I'm that guy. It, it looks, looks like, look like you want to bike. It looks like you have to, right? Look like you rented it <laughs> for the really? afternoon. That's why I think I'm getting the weird looks. People are looking at hey. me like, "Where's the kid looking for that bike?" <laughs> oh man! It's like you're on a like sightseeing. It's terrible. Are you just constantly man. looking up and around, or are you like head head down and like determined? Are you are you focused rider, or are you kind of? It'd be great if you were super focused. <laughs> <with jeans. laughs> I uh, I don't know what the, I I gotta find the the right middle ground. Okay, first of all, I uh, I've done some beach. I've done like just a lot of riding around the neighborhood. I've also gone on like some actual you know longer, more focused, a lot more painful rides you know um but i need painful. to find that middle i mean just a lot more work up hills down hills downhill's great it's the other side of it, it sucks but um <laughs> it's, it's like i just stay here forever mm-hmm. 
Um, so I live in a neighborhood where there are a lot of dudes who don't just ride a bike, but they dress like cyclists. Oh, you right. know what I mean? Like I live yeah. like there's a lot of dudes who wear. And my company that I work for used is is in my town and used to sponsor a Tour de France team. So oh, no there's nothing like driving to work and seeing a bunch of dudes wearing your company onesies <laughs> <laughs> on the road. Do they like full adult <laughs> spandex actual and I I don't appreciate that. Do people bike in to work ever? I don't think do, so. Like, do they sponsor they have like a their own homegrown talent? No, we don't even sponsor a bike rack. <laughs> I mean, they might, but really, we used to sponsor a Tour de France team, so it was like it was a big time. But that's just weird, man. There's so many dudes who I, you know, if they've been wearing this onesie for 20 years, ugh, since we sponsored that team, I don't, I don't think I need to see it out on the road. So I need to find that middle ground. I think I need to, I think I need to get a hold of some sweatpants. Would you rather wear a wrestling singlet? <laughs> or a bike outfit Whew. in public i don't think I, I think the bike outfit is the worst outfit yeah i would i would choose wrestling singlet yeah i'm just picturing my head on ac slater's body so i would pick i would go wrestling singlet there's no worse look than the bike outfit with no bike oh god like, yeah with the, when, the, when they don't fun. have their gear not just for fun, but like you, that never even happens. So you might catch them like mm-hmm. in a moment where like they got off the bike and they had to walk in uh, wherever. <laughs> because some people bike to work, which I always hate it when people would like show up to work sweaty. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're just going to throw your clothes on now? Mm-hmm. Do you have to cuff your jeans when you ride so you don't get caught up in the <laughs> chain? I don't want to have like a denim chain accident and then I'm doing this podcast solo. I haven't thought about that. Should I be cuffing my jeans while I go for my bike rides, Pat? Is that what the experts would say? <laughs> no, they would say, don't wear jeans. Hey, no. Uh, what do you, what do you wear? What do you go with when you're on these bike rides? I mean, I got all these, like, you know, dude, Under Armour is where you want to start. Is that, yeah. I, I would think. A little Lululemon? You ever hear a Nike or uh, mm-hmm. Adidas? familiar but do you just go they all you go like track pants what do you do they're like they're like track pants they're not all sweatpants Mm -hmm. champion that's another that brand's making a comeback sure are um yeah you gotta the gear is essential and when you get the gear it's gonna inspire you for at least a week or two (laughs) because you're like i got new stuff Mm -hmm. i gotta get out gotta use it Gosh, I remember. Uh, remember your first bike? Yeah, I'm kind of late to the bike game. I really was like Forrest Gump like, in the running sense. I ran everywhere because my parents got me a bike. My first bike, I was all fired up. It's like dirt bike era, right? Rad. Mm-hmm. All the uh, everyone had. You know, ET was the big movie every you know big bike scene everyone had the dirt bike that's what i wanted and they got me a schwinn stingray banana seat wow and i was scarred really? i think i like yeah like i came Take out and see once like i mean i cried as soon as i like saw it i was seven i think <laughs> i ran ran in the house like i'm not that's a girl's bike i'm not riding that <laughs> banana seat that's awesome. like that kid on the TV show has it, like the Wonder Years. That was fifty <laughs> years ago. Whatever the fuck, nineteen fifties, sixties. No, I honest to God, I so I wouldn't ride it. I just because you know they dug in too. Like, this is your bike. We're not getting you another bike. This is your bike. You should be grateful. Really? Yeah. Thank you for the future ass kicking. Thank you for getting me beat up. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so therefore I never rode the bike. I was on a lot of, uh, a lot of pegs, a lot of handlebars mm-hmm. running. And then I would borrow, like, I would take my, I'd rather have my sister's bike, a real girl's bike. Sure. I would take like my sister, like, let's be obvious about it. <laughs> right. It's not mine for sure. Yeah. 
Drive a tent speed. <laughs> what kind of bike do you have? I uh, they call it a hybrid. Uh, it's really it's for. Did you get the dispensary? <laughs> <Did not. laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so you can you know take it on the road and other places. I didn't really ask about the what it's a hybrid with, <laughs> like land and. Oh wait a minute! Wait, it's it's one one it, bikes. you could take it on the road and other places. Mm-hmm. I believe also with... like on trails. <laughs> Was that the pitch? No. <laughs> you could take this virtually anywhere. And, uh, <laughs> I know Rose. you're right. It looks like you're already. It looks Other like you're dressed places. to ride. <laughs> you think I know? I'm getting the weird looks on the bicycle. <laughs> Do you ever, when you walk into a place, like picture yourself in the cartoon, like when they see you and they just you turn into a sucker? Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> just the dollar signs in their eyes. <laughs> yes. What, but did you buy it online or did you go in? Um, so I went to a place, but I had like the test ride all lined up. You know, you call ahead of time. They have the bike ready for you out front. Yeah. Social sprayed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, where you going, man? 90%. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. I didn't want to talk about that. It's, it's like in a shopping center parking lot. <laughs> is there, is a guy like on your on your on your pegs like are you what do you think he's like you know he's just watching thankfully but he's like you know what i'm not sure if it, the seat's high enough do another lap and i'm like now you're just now you're just parading me around the parking lot you creep do another lap i'm not just here for you and your friends enjoyment oh my gosh <laughs> i love that you did a test drive mm-hmm. oh but i felt alive weaving between cars (laughs) in the parking lot next to that's great though yeah it was nice so Um, you're hitting trails or you're just going around a little bit of each the hardest thing is living on a second floor um (laughs) just getting a bike up and down stairs that's been the majority of my workout Oh, you got to bring, you can't lock it up outside, huh? You know, I got a bike once before and uh, I rode it the first day and I locked it up outside and I woke up in the morning and went to ride my bike again and it was gone. Where are you living now? Yeah. Oh man. Like same day. Like they saw me bring it in and were like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) this guy who brought us a new one. So, um, and I think part of it was my fault. I probably hadn't locked it properly. Like, I don't yeah. know if I was locking the right parts that, you know, weren't removable and such. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I might lock a tire to the other tire. And that's not how, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, so now you got the bike in your, yeah. in your place. Do you, are you going to hang it? You just <laughs> not got hanging it. it yet. I used to have it on its kickstand setting next to me right now, actually. <laughs> I really do. It's just like a, a, a light, a light shining on it, like Pee Wee Herman. You just, you <laughs> no. love this. You love your bike that much. No, but it does look like I'm about to ride it to the bathroom. Like it, like it's right next to me. <laughs> stand up, take off the kickstand, just ride it down the hall. Stand <laughs> back down and go to the other That's room. Great. Oh, uh, is it? This podcast just highlights how much of an idiot I am. That's what I've learned so far. No, what are you talking about? Mm. It's fun. Oh, yeah, so that's been uh that's been the highlight of my weekend. Yeah. A little, and little bicycling. You know, I texted you last night, like, are we doing this 7 a.m. tomorrow? Hoping that you were gonna say no. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, I just didn't want to get up and I was up later than I wanted to be. But yeah. You know, so I'm trying to think like what do I got? What do I got for the podcast? It's tough because there's not a whole lot that we're actually able to do. I know. Well, I asked you last time, like, what do you miss? I feel like that could be like a something we. Because I'll tell you what I miss. I was making coffee this morning. Uh huh. And you don't drink. You don't drink coffee, do you? I do sometimes. I'm on tea right now. I'll switch it up. I'm versatile. Yeah, you are. I learned um, so many languages. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about just I, when was the last time you bought coffee or bought like a because i used to go to starbucks get that medicine ball yeah solid choice i haven't but dude starbucks by me is like lined up down the block at all times is it really 
it is. I mean, cause it's just drive through only at this point, but it, it's constantly, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like they're doing a birthday parade for the per- person <laughs> Starbucks drive through No, I've seen a lot of plenty of drive through lines that are, I don't know. I feel like people are starting, uh, maybe it's because I don't see anyone out right now, but people are getting comfortable or starting to crack a little bit or I agree. Everyone's starting to kind of make, make excuses to kind of step out a little bit. And we're, we should be antsy, right? I think that's to be expected. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and we got to start doing some things. Right. Just uh, safely. Just a smart way. Smartly. I was just thinking about testing. Like, if you could have tests, wouldn't that be, like, I think our babysitter would come over and just like, boom, take a, a rapid test. Be like, all right, good. Yeah. Later. Peace. That would be nice. Break. Bring your papers. You want to be ambitious? Want to watch your kids? Bring your papers. <laughs> but then they've got to test you when you get back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that suck if you're like, ooh, we're positive. Sorry, kids. <laughs> you, you and the babysitter all live in the basement now. We're going to have to switch to a daily rate. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, that's uh that's the only thing holding it back mm. oh man so the um thing i was going to ask you was uh follow up on your projects your grill <laughs> your green screen i you cleaning up everything's fine i uh <laughs> i go back to work um we've got an update on Grillgate, uh which wasn't a thing until right now um <laughs> The cover hasn't come in yet, but I'm pretty sure there's some bees living in there. I'm pretty sure I've got a, uh, I'm pretty sure I've got a wasp's nest in my grill. So that's going to oh, be Oh, no. That's going to be fun. Some more, some more wasps in the suburbs? <laughs> in the Naperville area? What? <laughs> some more wasps white Anglo-Saxon there? Protestants <laughs> in the burbs? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Are they quarantine? They're quarantined under there in your grill? Mm-hmm. I can't believe they're in such a small place. Those wasps oh. don't have a big house, but they're in a one bedroom. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I got to figure that out. <laughs> I don't really have any solutions yet. There's nothing really funny to the story. I didn't really ask <laughs> that, about that, but uh, I got to figure that out. Does that, here we are. Does that bump other stuff on the project list? You know, I does think that the list is. Move- now that my uh now that my sabbatical is over uh i think oh. project list hang on let me, i'm gonna i gotta pour out a little of this coffee for your sabbatical <laughs> no i appreciate god bless, that. God bless. I, I mean do you feel like a different person are you going in with a different philosophy you got a bike now you tell everyone that you're <laughs> gonna i got a few things to mention on the team call <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> a couple of updates about my life um in case they're not listening to the show um no. Will that be video? The team call? I don't. I hope not. Oof. I hope yeah. not, man. I am just getting scragglier and scragglier. I don't have a good plan of what to do with all this hair on my face. So it must be nice when the wind's blowing off it on your. <laughs> you know, it's a great movie about biking. Uh, do you ever see Breaking Away? No, dude, that is a great movie. Who's in breaking, that? Breaking Away. Um, who is in that? Dennis Quaid is in that. Daniel Stern is in that. Neither of them are the lead role, though. The lead role is like someone that you probably wouldn't see. Um, hasn't been in a bunch of stuff. Um, okay. But it's a great movie. It's Indiana. And it's, it's Bloomington, Indiana. That's where it's shot. And it's... Um, these kids that are really into biking and then there's like a big race in town that these this like the italian national team comes to um it's just funny and it's well done yeah. and it's it's just, it's just a good it's, it's classic Check did you like this as a out. kid like you wanted to get into biking You'd no i didn't really like it as, i didn't like it that much as a kid my dad really liked this movie and like introduced it to the family and were you like, yeah, Dad? Are any of those kids? Any of those kids have banana seeds? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah, right. You remember yeah, seeing you any see? of those in the movie? <laughs> I should have said that. Where were you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm sorry. When I was seven, I would never disrespect. You were only trois. 
I was. <laughs> I was deux or trois somewhere in there. <laughs> um, yeah, that I would recommend that movie. Oh, I watched The Natural. I did watch that the other day. Little Roy Hobbs action. Yeah, I tried to get the kids into it. They were in it for a little bit, and then they kind of faded. Um, nice. But that movie, I actually looked it up. I'll tell you what, Wilford Brimley in that movie is really good. It's like, this guy maybe should have gotten nominated for a supporting actor. Really? Um, looked it up. He didn't. <laughs> and I think that, I don't even think, you know, maybe some sports movies, well, I can't say that because Rocky was, got uh, awards. Yeah. Maybe they didn't take it, take it as seriously. But, but no, I, I will say that that guy, that guy is good and do you that think that's movie. what got him the uh, life insurance commercials? <laughs> it might, it might be. I mean, that it might like... even be better than a reward <laughs> because if you can't be the only one who's like, "This guy is pretty great," <laughs> he's pretty funny on Twitter. Like he's, he's, a, he's like active on Twitter. Like really, call him out. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some stuff. I don't. I actually don't follow him, but I've just seen him come across my timeline a few times. And at, at first, I thought it was a parody account, like just somebody, but I don't think it is. If I'm being honest, I he's did still... not. I had He's no still idea clicking. he was still with us. Wow. He's still, still clicking. He's still, well, I had no idea. That's, uh, all right. Do you remember, do you I remember can't be the house? only person either. Someone on the show listening had to be like, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. At real Wilford B. That could have been a trivia question. Is he still alive? Oh, man. Dead or alive? <laughs> well, knows. Remember Our House? Yeah, is I just said, said that. Is that what you said? Yeah, do you remember okay. that? Yeah. Uh, it sounds familiar, vaguely. It's a TV show. Yeah. Was he in it? Yep. Oh, I thought you were, like, now on his page and reading about him. Oh, no, no, and no, you're no, like, no. no. You're like, do you remember this? I was like, yeah, I just brought it up. I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> I was seeing if that's what you said. Uh, tell, remind me of our house. Did they use I the cannot story? really even remember everything either. I think it was, like, a Sunday night family show. Okay, and it yeah. was just like a feel-good family show. I can't really yeah. remember who was in it, or but um, I did watch that movie. So then, when I looked up, like what other movies were at that year? I think kind of forgetting that, but I think one of them was uh, Terms of Endearment. That is a that's a sad one. Yeah, I haven't seen a real sad movie for. I don't even want to watch a sad movie right now. I don't think that's in anyone's best interest. Right. Somebody recommended something sad recently. And I'm like, I don't need that right now. Do you remember what just it was? Watch, just watching My Boys again, or uh, Good Boys again. Have you watched it yet? I have not watched Good Boys. Oh, my God. Will you get I off that goddamn bike? finished Dolomite. <laughs> Put the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> You finally finished Dolomite? I finished oh, Dolomite. Good. It was amazing. I started watching The Prophet. It's been my new thing lately. Have you ever seen that show? No. What's that? About a guy who's like a billionaire and he invests his money in businesses that are struggling like to help them get better. It's like if the bar rescue got an MBA is what it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Where do you find profit at? Uh, uh, anywhere, Pat. You know, there's always that money to be made. Right. <laughs> no, where's the showing at? I know. MSNBC. I've been watching it on Hulu. Um, I I'm, thought it was profit like Isaiah or Ezekiel. Oh, no. The profit. P-R-O. But it's the P-R-O-F-I-T. It's kind of a play That's on why I thought it doing. was. That's why I thought it was because you have the in front of it. Uh-huh. I get it. It's kind of like a play on words they're doing. Okay. I got you. Where he's, it's about profit, but he's the profit. For these businesses oh they don't want to call them the profiteer because no, that's got a that's negative just, connotation yeah, it's just that's more accurate it's <laughs> <laughs> more accurate is the guy like complete dick or is he like a good dude he's not he's right in the middle he's from chicago he's a billionaire from chicago uh market yeah. something Oh, Marcus really? Lamanis? This is, this, is when, this is when a lot of Chicago people are like, he's not a billionaire. This guy, come on. Like, <laughs> that shit's going to come out. and I'm chairman sure. of Camping World. Camping World? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they is. have, like, retail stores, don't they? I think so. I mean, it's what it sounds like, but I, I didn't know that's a billion-dollar business. <laughs> yeah, I, that seems a little inflated. Let me get... Let me, 
Let me pull his, uh, you, you know, you go to his Wikipedia page. page. Let me give this a once over. <laughs> Take a look at his. <laughs> this one's another one. Uh, there's a website called wealthygorilla.com that says he's worth $900 million. So not wow. Good. How There's a website for everything. You just want to know oh. how much someone's worth and there's just like 17 sites that have that information for you. Pick someone. I'll tell you how much they're worth. That can't be real, though. Um, it's, it's, it's check, Daniel, check Daniel Stern. I just mentioned him on uh, Breaking Away. He's had a great career. Oh, yeah. Under the, I love those under the radar. Under the radar. Careers, which is not, he's not even really under the radar. You think about it. Like, right. Did some 12 mil. No. I mean, if you look at the way he looks now and you're like, he probably didn't spend it all wisely. Come on. That's 12 That's, mil. They're throwing a dart. Says, uh, you what do you think Macaulay Calkins worth? Oh, he's priceless, Macaulay. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, I don't know. See, that's what that one's tough, right? Because yeah, more than a Daniel I, Stern, I'll tell you that. But not as much more as you'd think. Yeah, I would guess seventy. Sixteen million dollars. That's what he's worth. That's what it says, man. And I trust wealthygorilla.net. I'm just kidding. It's not put in, um, put in, um, let's think of somebody. Let's think of a comic. Put in, uh, Sinbad. Okay. I think Sinbad's sure. not worth this. That's it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sinbad. <laughs> that was an interesting one. What would you, I mean, it's got to be well, someone who's must have clean. He must have cleaned up on uh, necessary roughness. <laughs> for sure. Um, How much the world was great for a long time. Sinbad, um, nine mil. Four mil. Not too, not too far off. Who are you going to say? Who's your comic of choice? <laughs> no, I was just trying like just pick somebody more current. Somebody, <laughs> someone <laughs> like Nikki Glaser. Put in Nikki Glaser. Oh, there you go. Because I want to see two million. Have. Half a Sinbad. That's what we call that in the business. <laughs> <laughs> two mil, though. Yeah. Oh, she's worth half a Sinbad? That's how people use it. <laughs> I saw Sinbad at an airport like within the last six months. Really? You quite private? I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not a uh, let's get a picture guy. Although I have at times you know you like you do sure. it for certain people and Sinbad I thought was worth embarrassing myself did you no he was on the phone so I didn't got it who was the last person you did take a picture with in that regard less celebrity you asked for a photo just for the photo op just for the photo um yeah. it's probably uh coach k oh that's solid okay that's way better and I had to because, like, I've, like, it's almost like if I liked them before I was an adult, mm -hmm. that's the very, like, that's how I uh, justify it. That's how you gauge it? Yeah. I I gotta, otherwise, you're, like, too fanboy. It's like getting a yeah. jersey. Like, you get, you got, like, I would only wear a jersey of a player at, that's older than me. For sure. For sure. I, I wouldn't even, I can't even bring myself to do that anymore. But I, I won't. Like, I, I'm more judgy if someone, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any. Wearing, like, a 22-year-old's jersey. I'm not, like, a jersey wearer either, um, but you know what I mean. I do. I do. Last person I uh, asked for a picture in an airport was uh, Tim Kaine was on my flight. The governor of Virginia or the yeah. what is he, senator? senator? Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, and, and Hillary's at running the mate? time was uh, just off of being Hillary's running mate. Wow. So it was like, but it was just, it was just a tiny little commuter flight from uh, from Kings Mill, from, uh, from Richmond, Virginia, to Chicago. And uh, he was across from me, and we were just chatting a bit. And then I realized who he was. And afterwards, I was like, is that if I take a quick photo? And then oh, that's funny. I posted it, and everyone's like, who's that guy? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the least recognizable wow. man in the world. Oh, that's a, that's a former first man nominee. <laughs> 
he was uh, contributed largely to Hillary's defeat. This guy, he's a he's a weight. On, I'm surprised they let him on the plane. Sink that too. <sighs> TK, can't believe you got a picture with him. <laughs> but like, you don't meet, you know. <laughs> former almost first fellows you know very often were you in the terminal like see you on board senator <laughs> i didn't realize it was him until after uh like we were leaving the flight so it was on our way it was once we landed no hair i was like you might grab a quick picture sure so was, was he listening to our podcast on the flight <laughs> he was not it was not out yet <laughs> this was oh, shortly okay. after his demise sure <laughs> his demise <laughs> Well, I mean, you just said he sunk the pain, uh, <laughs> so but I'm overstating it. Um, speaking of people who do listen to the podcast, can uh, can I, I want to say thank you for all the people who have reviewed and uh, rated the podcast. Uh, we're killing it on uh, iTunes, and I appreciate that. That puts more eyes and ears on us. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Nice. Uh, Get those eight, reviews. Climb that chart. It. That's it. Uh, 18 Savard, so we're very funny with a Chicago slant. I would appreciate more discussion about Ken Burns and Abe Lincoln's son. <laughs> <laughs> so, have we named well, Abe's son? He has a few sons. He had a few sons, so I don't know. Who sure are they? Which one were Tony and Vito. <laughs> yeah. <had>, uh, <laughs> what were his sons' names? Tad. He had a Tad. <laughs> Ted, Ted Lincoln. And uh, Robert, mm-hmm. Robert E. Lincoln, Robert Todd. Robert Todd, and then there's another one. Wait, too, was there Tad Todd? Tad, <laughs> he called him Tadpole. God, why do I know all this stuff? You're, you're make me being sound like serious. A <laughs> being serious, yeah, I've read this stuff. I'm not, I, I like reading about that. I know you do about Abe. Well, good. Another review said he sure is. <laughs> that one's a lot more clear than Wilfred Brimley. Um, <laughs> I'm very. I like to be current. We sure do. Hey, if you want a if you want a current reference, come on, <laughs> jump on the all over the place. We're talking about Sinbad. We had a great conversation about Sinbad, Abe Lincoln, and his kids today. Oh, man, Tim Kaine. Who'd you get a picture with? Oh, the loser from the <laughs> <laughs> just candidates that face. The, Post-demise. Yeah, but think about how I made Tim Kaine's day. Yeah, he's walking well, around yeah. Chicago, going, "That guy just has to take a picture with me." Well, someone knows who I am. That's who I am. Um, this is good though, because someone else's review said, uh, "If you like presidential libraries and hip hop music, this is the podcast." For you. <laughs> so we are speaking to our fan base. It does not say that, does it? It really does. It's a fantastic that, review. That is a great reference. Mm-hmm. Who wrote that? That's funny. <laughs> That, they um, summed it up better than than I could. I mean, you like presidential libraries and hip hop. <laughs> oh man, this is a podcast for three people. That's what that boils down to. Finally, a show for presidential <laughs> library and hip hop. Oh man, that's great. Who wrote that? Uh, coach, coach wrote that review. Um, so I want to coach. I want to coach. I want to give my favorite. I want to read my favorite review to you. Uh, Pat McGann is a, first of all, it's a five-star review. Thank you for that. It's, uh, These Boys Are Funny is the title of it. Pat McGann is a gentleman and a scholar whose whimsical pondering will leave you in a chuckle fit the likes you haven't experienced since the fourth grade. You know what's extra special about this podcast? The seamless production. I'm not sure if that part's so Yeah. <laughs> when was this written? As there's birds chirping all over your head right now. The sound quality <laughs> makes it feel like Pat is in your ear subtly serenading you. This, this podcast, that's just that's paragraph one. Before we get into the juice, this podcast is there's hot, more? hot, hot. Yes, that was just paragraph one. This there's pod, no like, uh, there's no, <laughs> this is not Twitter. This is, they can be as long. Okay. This, and that's I like great. It. I love it. Yeah, this is so nice. Paragraph two, we had to take a break in the middle of this review. This podcast is hot, hot, hot. I listen to it in the shower, in the car. And while I'm doing my crunchies in the morning to make sure I've got tight little abs, sometimes I listen to the same episode over and over again so I can memorize everything Pat says and talk along with him. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
Yeah, so thanks. Well, now we're going to talk about the chuckle fit that you're having. Oh, that's going to—that'd be a great name for a, a, a comedy club in the sure would in the '80s. It's going to help tighten up those little abs. Yeah, man. See, you don't have to—you don't need a bike. Your crunchies just, in the morning. Just do chuckle fits. Always <laughs> oh, yeah. cr- crunchies. Oh, here oh, we pondering. Well, that is—that's a wonderful that is, review. <laughs> that is really nice. Thank you. And I like that people are. Who is that from? That is from Averuni. Thanks, Averuni. Mm-hmm. And thanks, Coach. Who Truck you think Driver of 45, uh, Faux Shizzle 22. Truck Driver 45. Oh, I, I had a text. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy Doug, who listens to our podcast. Doug. Who drives a truck for the You Bother Me Tour. Oh, yeah? Can't wait to get back out there. Yeah. We, oh, uh, man. Shot him a text the other day to say, hey. And he said he's been listening to it. So I appreciate that, man. Awesome. Um, Thanks to everyone who's reached out. We've also, we had a technical glitch on Friday and we'd like to apologize for that. But we had some people, re- that's, that's what's good. Right away, people reached out. So it's like, you know, people are really listening. When uh, we had a little miscue on the uh, upload on Friday, you know, it's nice to know. Right, people, right. It's nice yeah. that people care enough to let you know, like they, it's part of their day. So we, uh, we appreciate your and- patience there. And let me appreciate you for a minute, Jim, because, you know, your genius sometimes goes under the radar. But here you go. You read the review about our seamless production, and then (laughs) you apologize for our technical fuck-up. Well, you you are – you have a beautiful mind. Thank you for doing that. Bit of a bugaboo, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That is good stuff. Way to go. That is how you build the set. All right. I'm sensing Are a little we, bit of sarcasm in your. Uh, no, I'm being serious. See, you can't even take a compliment. I knew you probably wouldn't. I'm your, being 100% genuine. In your whimsical That's, pondering. <laughs> that is how you do it. You first tell people, hey, hey, look at this. People think we're seen. And then you, then. Hey, we're human. We're just like you, you know? We are. We are. What's, um, I think we almost got to move into part two of the. We do very quickly before we do that. Can I give one? I want to give one big shout out to uh, one Ms. Josephine McGann, if I'm allowed to say. Hey, if we're going to start doing shout outs, let's not go crazy with the shout outs. Who the hell is this? (laughs) This is your daughter. (laughs) Oh, Josephine. (laughs) um, I don't think of her as Josephine McGann. (laughs) Go ahead. Who um, you you mentioned in an earlier episode where she's been sending out letters to people to uh, to make their day. And to just kind of brighten up their moods a little bit. When the kids get bored, you let them brighten up someone else's day. And um, she sent me a very nice letter um, where she said, my dad told me to write you this letter because you're at football. <laughs> and I believed him. Which, first of all, thank you for, for teaching the kids that this young. And then she, uh, and then she said, um, here's a picture of all the people at your show. And then Pat, it was a picture that appeared to be looked like flying pigs. It was. Yeah, Is that she, correct? It looked like a picture was, of, uh, of flying pigs at my show. She wanted to roast you. She. I'll, I'll tell you how that all started. When That's I great, I put that um, jar together. It's like let's put names in here to make cards for, and then when you pick them out, you can make them. So I wanted them to come up with the names, and I didn't tell you this, but they said. Jim, we got to put Jim in. Jim Flanagan. So when I was putting your name in there, I was like, yeah, you could draw him a picture or write him a card, you know? I'm like, hey, you could draw a picture. You know what you can do? Like, hey, here's a picture of all your fans at your show and just have it be a blank piece of paper. (laughs) And so Joe was not having the blank. Sure. So she's like, no, 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 no. He won't get that. (laughs) Let me draw I would. would. Let me draw some. (laughs) <laughs> when, you know, let me just draw some flying pigs, you know, because like, like when, when pigs fly, I'm like, hey, that's that's yeah, he'll get that one. That's hilarious. It's awesome. I loved it. So thank you. I need to send a letter back, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to say a quick little thank you there. Well, just know anything you send to my daughter will be screened. It's like oh, a, for sure. It's like, it's like a prison. <laughs> sure. I have to open the package, go through. So don't think you're gonna make fun of me. 
disinfected Clorox also. That's true. That's true. You're looking for you're looking for jokes. Right. No, that was uh I'm glad you got it. It made my day. So thank you very much. It's a very nice thing to do. And uh I, I said thank you already, Josephine, but I just wanted to uh give that little update. All right, shall we? Shall we jump into the uh the third and fourth episodes? Yes, let's do it. Um the I hope people dance. hang in. I do too. I hope people hang in. It's it's not just too basketball-y it's uh what'd you think giving people the out though you know what i mean right uh first half normal podcast and then we jump into this and then we had a pretty long first half i loved episodes three and four i uh i loved a lot of things about it i love the fact that people from detroit also are forced to watch this all right hang on hang on i haven't seen it yet so (laughs) (laughs) we'll fight you (laughs) That's why this is why I didn't want to get up so early, Jim. All right, so I'm don't give, don't give away too much. I'm just gonna kind of feel. I I know the story a little bit. <laughs> we were watching The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, no, what were you gonna say about Detroit though? I just I love the fact that the people of Detroit are also quarantined and forced to watch this. That's great. <laughs> oh, I know. Like people who hate the Bulls also have nothing better to do. I did see yesterday. Um, Lawrence Holmes retweeted a post from like Comcast Detroit uh-huh. and, and it was like let's watch the Pistons win a title tonight and they were playing the game where they beat the Lakers to win their to win the championship the first time I think really yeah a little Dude, counter programming I cannot stand the Detroit Pistons neither can not Michael even still that era, oh my god! Like Michael said, like Isaiah, he's an asshole. <laughs> he's, They've always he, been assholes. They don't, I, I watch hate, the footage. I mean, right? Can you believe when Rodman came to the Bulls? I mean, that was the thing. Like people oh. were not happy about it. I mean, and it, and and he wasn't. It wasn't like he left San Antonio on you know in good spirits. It wasn't like people were looking to sign him at that point. So um, wanted to root for him, but yeah, the alternating footage of him and Scotty, like being teammates and then him and like him just beating the shit out of Scotty, which is like, Oh, we're just going to forget all this stuff happened on tape. Yeah. And I really, um, you know, in terms of like, what are you learning from this documentary that you didn't know before? Cause a lot of this has been out there, but Mm. the, the role that Jim stack played the assistant GM. Yeah. In convincing Kraus, and that's really nice that Kraus gave him credit too, for sure. Because that's a huge, huge piece Absolutely. to the second, the second three-peat, and he was embraced, and he, and and you realize how smart Dennis Rodman is, and um, you know he would talk about letting down the city or playing for the city, like people respond to that, for sure. And he played so hard. Um, you know, it's kind of like when the White Sox signed AJ Perzinski. Yeah, he was had been on had been on the Twins, and people hated him. You know, but yeah. it's different when he's different when the asshole's on your team. It's like this is our asshole. You can forgive a lot. Yeah, I um. I, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I uh, I learned a lot about the uh, the Pippin migraine game. Was there a doubt about his migraine? There was, there was a lot, there was some eye rolling and some like, here we go again, you know, cause he kind of was soft the year before against the Pistons. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just something they had to go through those growing pains. Sure. Really talks, really shows how good they were though. They were the only team to beat the Pistons the year before in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they one game one, they had the series lead, right? They were up two to one yeah. and they lost four to two. Because Detroit just got so physical. Mm-hmm. And then to take them seven the next year, like they were so close. Right. And those are the years I really remember. And I'm telling you, you had to, you almost had to, like if you went through those years, then you just knew the those winning years were so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Because Detroit, people have to understand like how hated they were. They were hated across the whole league. They were only really liked in Detroit. Right. I mean, look, if you look at the footage, and I'm all for physical basketball, and I love how physical the game was then. They were dirty. They're just beating the shit out of people. 
Dude, just... I went to a game. I couldn't. I did not show. I could not believe they didn't show this. I went to a game with my dad in '90, in January of '90, and you should. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's on YouTube. They got in a fight at the Chicago Stadium. Pistons, Bulls, Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn took Doug Collins and like threw him into the scorer's table. It was a brawl. And I can't believe they didn't show it. They actually did not. It's almost like they were showing discipline last night, almost like the Bulls had to, to get through the Pistons. They didn't even pay that much attention to Detroit last night. They really just held up a mirror. Like, this is what these guys were. And yeah, they got a couple titles, but I mean, they were a good team. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But they were, they were cheap and they were, you know, the way they responded after the Bulls yeah. finally did beat them and they, and then blaming they everybody. Oh, I know. And Isaiah's like, Oh, I wasn't used to getting swept. I was usually the one sweeping. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Shake their hands. I love that footage of Michael shaking their hands and yeah. Right. And being, uh, you know, constant. And I love his, the better team. Comment, yeah. And this comment last night, He's like, that's sportsmanship, as hard mm-hmm. as it is. And that is tough to do, man. I mean, you get pissed off. And how about the f- fact, though, like it only reinforces. It only reinforces Michael, his greatness, his. The, the fact that they were able to fire Doug Collins and he adjusted to that new offense. And then you realize that, too, like that's another year. So they lost to them as they were learning that offense too. Right. Like they were finding out who they were. Right. So those the losses almost don't even bother me as much anymore. Dude, there were some uh, amazing shots of the Doug Collins perm from that era too. Oh, yeah. That I had forgotten all about. <laughs> it was I – mean, and he was a like supposedly like pretty slick – Fast-moving dude around town, too. I'm sure. And that was his hair intentionally. Imagine during a quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would poof out for sure. Dude. And one of my other favorite things was uh, Chuck Daly face. Every time, like, <laughs> there were some great shots of just some great video and stills of Jordan making ridiculous shots. And, and Daly's face just, like, trying not to look concerned on the sideline. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you can just see the life being taken out of him when you, you know, realizing that you just, you can't stop this guy. And yeah, what really Jordan can. had to go through, like the, you know, beefing up, like really stepping up as a leader, you know, yeah. and uh, say, okay, we're going to get stronger then. And he specifically said that we're, we're going to get stronger to beat Detroit. Yeah. Didn't you love it when he's like, I, I wanted to administer pain. Yeah. I mean, they, the, that is the difference in, today or then and now is you know he dug in and was like i'm gonna find a way to go through them not around them he didn't like sure. go sign with another team or build a super team like these are my these are our horses and they added some pieces of course everyone's but, job is to add pieces but they were uh i mean just the way they came together to go through them and now that's what you know they bonded over i, I would imagine just hating them Horace Grant saying they're straight up bitches. <laughs> that was that was a highlight for me. Seeing some Ho Grant, I kind of wished he wore the goggles. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, right. Instead of having to put up his name, they could have just had him wear the goggles, and everyone would have known. <laughs> just had the goggles and then subtitles underneath. <laughs> and it doesn't even say his name; just says Grant. Grant's like Horace. <laughs> That's a great. Uh, was that, is that which song is that? Hypnotize or more money, more problems. I, I want to say. It's, oh, Benjamins! Is it all about all the about Benjamins? the Benjamins? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, fantastic reference. Um, boom! Like horse. Presidential libraries and hip hop, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Actually, Benjamin was not a uh, president. Benjamin Frank. Sorry, uh, but we talked but, about it earlier. No, uh, okay, sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. I was just, I was just checking off the list. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying that that's almost where they both combined. Right, to. both <laughs> together. <laughs> that should be our, that's our theme song. <laughs> uh, uh. We got a great theme song. Yeah, we do. It's the best song. 
Yeah, the um, the Cavs game that was great. The uh, the story about Jordan going up to all the sports writers. I love that. That's the thing, because they tell you like you you know to be great, you're supposed to let that shit roll off your back. Not him, right? Yeah. <laughs> when they beat, when the Pistons eliminated them, they they the. What I love about the documentary is they the footage, right? And they show like newspaper articles, and they pull out random clips. Like Phil Ponce was on it. Dude, last night. I was like, this is so great. Like I love that random Chicago footage. Steve Cashel, Phil yes. Ponce. I heard Chuck Garfine's voice. I heard, I heard Garfine's voice too. Yeah, it's a little art Chuck out there. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot that he was even covering the Bulls then. Hmm. Yeah, Joan Esposito had a little shot in the yeah. earlier episode. Um, how about the footage? How about the guy? It must have been. Maybe this was from Detroit. It was like, if you're getting ready for work this morning, you're probably oh. not Doug Collins. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just to, like, wow, that was, is that necessary? <laughs> just like, is this a weekend update? Are you roasting somebody? <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. Unbelievable. <laughs> you're probably not Doug Collins. <laughs> Like, how does everyone respond to that setup? That's how you tell the. <laughs> what a great find of random stock footage, too, by the way. If you're getting ready for work this morning, you're not probably one of these three people that were killed in a shooting. Like, what? <laughs> That's how he sets up every story. <laughs> what if that is how Doug Collins found out? If you woke up with a roof over your head this morning, you're probably not these people. <laughs> Tornadoes devastated the western side of town last night. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it was <so> savage. <laughs> it was so unnecessarily savage. Oh, my God. What's the point in doing this? <laughs> like, where do you go from that? <laughs> If you if you have two arms and two legs, you're probably not this guy. He lost both of his legs in a boating accident. But he's making the most of it. <laughs> I'm gonna do this for the rest of the show. You just keep like going. I do. <laughs> oh. And BJ Armstrong. Uh, if you woke up Mary this morning, you're you're probably not Jay Cutler. They got divorced. All right. Anyway, let's <laughs> stick with the stick with the Bulls. Do you know? Uh, since it's not Bulls, but it's Chicago sports related, so this is probably a good time to sneak it in. Uh, did I ever tell you that I met Kristen Cavallari no. in the tunnel? Um, so I was working at a company who, uh, like, I had we got right. to go to the game. <laughs> this is a terrible story. At least I should have thought about it first. <laughs> We got to go to the game, uh, the NFC Championship game that Cutler left injured, and like everyone started tweeting, talking shit about him, and the Bears lost oh, yeah. to the Packers. And yeah. we got passes to like be in the tunnel afterwards. So I literally, we were all standing in the tunnel, um, and I see Kristen Cavallari, and I take a picture with her. You want to talk about taking photos with people? I take a picture <laughs> with Kristen Cavallari, like each of us did. And then like as our group's finishing taking pictures, Jay just comes up, and he's like, hey, let's go. And they like jump into a Mercedes G wagon and just take off. And we're like, what an asshole. Like, oh, and then, right. but then we get in the car, you know, <laughs> and, and then we start hearing all of the, like he had just come from the press conference where they told him about like Maurice Jones crew tweeting about him being soft and he wasn't really injured. Oh yeah. Like, like right <laughs> after that moment. <laughs> what do you expect though? He just lost the NFC championship. Game. I know. Like, I know, but he Wait, was just well, like, we, we're trying to talk to your girlfriend. <laughs> we watched the Hills. Asshole. Or Laguna, whatever the hell that was. was it the Hills? I don't know. You're right, though. <laughs> He's in a terrible mood no matter what. <laughs> it was just it a was... weird situation. Right? <laughs> anyway, I wish them both best of luck in their future endeavors. I really do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. A um, couple of things about the uh, last dance, though, that I 
some moments I lo- some moments I loved. Um, I keep waiting, first of all, uh, to see like when when is Michael the asshole that he thinks that everyone's gonna think he is. I know because I'm only feeling closer and closer to him. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a pretty decent job of protecting him. I mean, I think it's, but it's also revealing of, you know, it's not Michael Jordan doing a Coca-Cola commercial or right. a Nike spot. For sure. Like Mike, if I could be like, because he's dropping that, some F-bombs and he's, yeah. you know. And, um, but everything, every time he screams at people, it's always like, it's always to make them better. Right. Like even him yelling at Pippen on the bench and, and Harper on the bench yesterday, it was always like, it always seemed encouraging. Like, let's do better together. It was never just like tirades, you know? Right, right. I love uh, Right, exactly. I loved Harper saying like that he wanted to guard him in, uh, in that game five. Easy to say today, though. It is easy to say. That, and it's also like, first of all, nothing was going to stop him probably. No. He, the biggest thing was just him getting the ball. That was the hardest he had to work just to get open. Yeah. But that's not just saying that about anybody. That's Lenny Wilkins. Like, he's like, I told the coach, I don't think they said Lenny Wilkins. And the documentary protected Lenny Wilkins him. a little bit there, too. Yeah. They showed him earlier. But Lenny Wilkins is like Hall of Fame coach, right? Hall of Fame right. player. Good point. So Harp, Harp calling him out was uh, kind of juicy. Good point. And then I liked um, – the airplane. Did you see Krause dancing <laughs> with Scotty? God, that was terrible. <laughs> it was so terrible. Like great terrible though. Uh-huh. Um, but when they got on the plane in 98, fast forward back to present day. I like I like present day. 98 feels like present day for me. I know. Like, oh thank God they're back to the oversized suits I remember. <laughs> they got their back to 22 years ago. <laughs> I can't believe how long it's been. That's the crazy thing. You look at like, when he gets on the flight after the Super Bowl. Go ahead. No, oh, yeah. And he's That's all happy really about cool. 100 bucks. <laughs> and the guy's all- making like how much money? 40 million a year. Right. It wasn't about the hundo, it was about taking it from someone else. That's Jordan's thing, man. It's just that, and that is the assassin in him. We're like, when most people be like, you keep it, like take it from him and then throw it back at him. <laughs> Michael took it from him and then started to insult him. Exactly. <laughs> Which is so great. It wasn't, I don't think the insults were over the top. No, no. They're, uh, it, but it, yeah, it, they've all been legit. Uh, but again, you could also tell that everyone on that team revered him. Like they would take shit from him. Um, but you know, it, it was all, there was such a level of respect there. Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny when he was busting on Scott Burrell and he's like, my mom and my mom and dad are going to watch this M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great when he called him M. <laughs> Is that what most people on the team call him? You think MJ? I have no idea. Um, Just M. I thought that was weird. Yeah. They must have so many other stories that we'll never see the light of day. Yeah. But how about the Rodman? Just, I know you just start getting off your sabbatical, but he, he needed a sabbatical too when he, he went to, uh, <laughs> when he went to Vegas and just disappears. What I don't understand is how, at what point does Michael come get him? Like, is, I think they're back in Chicago then. Yeah. Right? Like they're partying in Vegas, partying in Vegas, and then he comes back and continues to party in Chicago. I don't see Michael Jordan going to Las Vegas to get him. That's a little right? murky. Yeah. Did that happen in Chicago is what I'm wondering. I don't know. That being said, there isn't a casino on the planet that wouldn't, provide a private jet for Michael Jordan to fly into Vegas, even if it's only for 10 minutes to pick up Dennis Rodman. But he's not doing that. No, I right. wouldn't assume he did, but I'm saying, you know, it's not, it's not completely unfeasible. 
Since Jordan had right. quite a few friends at those casinos. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to hear some more on that. Yeah, I wish there was like an extra or like some follow-up stuff. Yeah, deeper isn't enough. Is there some foot, like there's more, like you can go online? They said something on the show last night, I thought. Yeah, like I'm de- sure. I detail or something? I haven't taken a look yet. I have to check that out. I just keep Googling but- pictures of Doug Collins' hair. <laughs> Yeah, credit Michael Jordan for rolling with that, too. I mean, he dealt with, I mean, Oakley was like his best buddy. And then when they, and he, the way he talks about Doug Collins is just right on. Sure. Doug Collins seems, and he didn't, he didn't want to get into any speculation, but like you never hear any bitterness from Doug Collins that he was let go right before they won six titles. No, not really, no. But you do hear that um, last night was the first I saw him say, like, you got the sense that Phil could be the coach. Okay, yeah. Like that, that the whole Tex winner triangle offense. And again, Jerry Krause, as much as you want to slam the guy for – it's like he lost his mind after all the success. Yeah. He was a mad genius, and it was that he just wanted all this credit because yeah, he made some phenomenal moves. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Trading for Pippen, drafting Grant, uh, firing, you know, trading Oakley, firing Collins and bringing in Phil Jackson. Some of those well, tight choices the, he made are incredible. No doubt. And I think the hardest thing to do in life is make unpopular decisions that are going to make you better. Yeah. Like the, the easier path would have been to keep Doug Collins and Michael can score 40 every night you're still going to sell a ton of tickets and he's going to be the best player in the league. They wanted to win. They got, they got rid of Oakley. They got rid of the Collins. that trade for Pippen. I mean, mm-hmm. really good moves. Definitely. So what's next? What haven't we, we still haven't gotten into Kukoc. Are we going to talk about his involvement? Cause he was a big part of these teams. Yeah. I think you'll get into some background on Kukoc. At least like they're that Steve Kerr is going to be, kind of prominent i think they're gonna at some point they're gonna really dive into 98 right like they're not gonna they can't do all this back and forth for 10 episodes right at some point i think they're gonna get into that all right now this is and it is so pathetic how Hmm. it went down as you're seeing these like how he's getting the questions on the road all the time like is this your last time here is this your last and he's like, we'll see, we'll see. Like, he was so frustrated with that. And it is bullshit that they had to deal with all that as they're trying to win their sixth championship. For sure. That can't be. I mean, I mean, and he just had stock answers ready because you just, same questions over and over again, like you said. Uh, that's got to be that, um, Yeah. I think they tease just like the, how he just blows up completely with the marketing and takes it takes over the world takes over the league because now they've won their first title right and Mm -hmm. now it's going to be but i think at some point they're going to settle into that 98 and they're going to develop some more like you might see like we saw Judd bushler last night yeah nice little sighting there you might see uh more of those guys and i hope so i want to like hear more about the behind the scenes stuff and see that 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 footage there's a lot of this footage we've seen right Mm -hmm. we sure have so it'll be nice to get a little more in depth into but i mean the backstory is important too all right Uh, but you're right they got to find that uh they got to start weaning away from that more in depth into what's happening in 98 you can make a documentary on everyone that's been like that they've done like a background story on so far you could do a documentary on phil jackson and rodman and pippen and jordan sure each of those lies like the Den- the uh phil jackson story is pretty great i mean it did not end it did not start when he got here and it did not end when he left here that's the thing to remember about phil this is just a brief piece of this dude's crazy life what a life that he has had and he's succeeded everywhere he's gone yeah and they said that you know the people that were able to get the most out of dennis rodman are chuck daly and phil jackson because they understood that he just needed like a little bit of love and just to be seen 
acknowledge that, I, hey, yeah, you're different. Like, treat you, we're going to treat you differently. We're going to, you know, and that's when he, like, flourished. For sure. I read his, I read his book years ago. He wrote a biography, autobiography. Phil's or Dennis? Dennis. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I read Phil's, too. He wrote, like, Sacred Hoops and some other stuff. But Dennis Rahman, his book is, like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Just like the party and the women. He injured himself one time. I mean, I don't want to, you know what I'm talking about. Like uh, in the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read the book. You got to read the book. Who, would do, who does the forward for a Dennis Rodman's book? Um, I think it was Julie Andrews. Um, no, I don't know who it was. <laughs> Maybe uh, like a like a Yasmin Bleef. <laughs> Yasmin Bleef. <laughs> Forward. I don't know who it was. Maybe like Isaiah or uh, Chuck Daly. Maybe it was a at that time. Maybe it was a bull. I'd love to know who that was. Phil Jackson has written a ton of books too. I, have you ever you read his "Bad as I Want to Be"? Right, that was the Rodman book. "Bad as I Want to yep. Be," I think. Yes, it um, was. Phil Jackson wrote "Sacred Hoops," which wasn't really a biography. It was more, but I think it had some background about his life. What else did he have? I felt like he wrote like a memoir right after his playing days. Yeah, I don't think I read that. I mean, it doesn't seem like the most exciting one but i know he wrote a couple after the uh lakers championships too because what phil won 10 he won six with the bulls mm -hmm. right five with the lakers was it five yeah and then he won two as a player i think he's got the most championships yeah, as a, a player, player coach than anybody i mean yeah. his career is insane and that's what, you know, that's why we have a bad taste in our mouths. Like you, we were acknowledging all these great moves Krauss made as he made them. And then right. when he just started like talking about this rebuild and running his mouth and then Phil Lee's and then goes wins three more. He does another three Pete. Like mm -hmm. that felt, that felt like dirty when that was happening. I hated those yeah. watching that. Ugh. And, and then at some point I kind of grew up and then I just put all that in a, in a, in a box. And now I get to open it up and get through the quarantine with Michael and the nineties bulls. It's Atta a beautiful, boy. beautiful thing. a boy. That seems like a good note to end on. Yeah. Let's wrap it up, buddy. All right, my man, looking forward to episodes five and six there. Uh, to everyone who's listening. Thanks again. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, all that stuff helps. It and, sure does. Uh, we do a little trivia on Friday. A little this yeah, week man. in history. Yeah, I'm going to bring it on Friday. Awesome. Maybe we won't record at uh, 7 in the morning. We'll see what happens. <laughs> no, I like that early morning pod. This great. Is great. I'm back, back in the house. About to walk in here. Boom. Almost 8 a.m. I get to start work. We're good to go. Man, I hope you have a great day. Hope you do too, Everybody, buddy. Thanks for uh, checking it out. And we'll be back. On You're like a modern Mr. Rogers. We hear you opening yeah, your right? door at the house, and that's how we know the episode's ending. No one was up when I left here. Put on your sweater. Everyone's still asleep. All right, I can just keep talking. Goodbye. All right, bye. <laughs>